You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. Gujarat have backed their second win and handed Delhi their second defeat of the season at their own home ground. That also as Hardik Pandya's team won the match by 6 wickets. On Tuesday night at the Arun Jaitley Stadium, I asked Mehmet, a new star is born in the lineup of stars of the Gujarat franchise. I mean, Sai Sudarshan just anchors the chase with a 62 to get the team home. Yes, I thought he played extremely well because there was a bit of a stutter after Hardik Pandya got out. But I think he just managed the situation so admirably. Uh, it's not easy, I can tell you, as a young player because there's so much pressure uh, when you're playing in, the, in this, this tournament. There's so much pressure of expectation and there's a galaxy of big stars around you and you always, as a youngster, you might wonder if I can do this or not. But I thought he held his nerve extremely well. He played some fine shots and then he took his team home. Most importantly, you know, if you, if you start winning matches for your team, that's when you earn your credentials. You know, you establish yourself in the team itself and also send a message out to the rest of the people in the tournament. Hey, I've arrived. And he did. He do, truly did. Okay, now getting you all a lowdown of the match first before I get two more questions with Ayaz. Uh, Delhi were put into bat uh, uh, in their first home game and once again, David Warner finished as their top scorer with 37. Prithvi Shaw and Mitch Marsh also once again didn't disturb the scorecard much as Delhi were down to 42 for two after five overs. Some stability when Sarfaraz Khan joined Warner but Alzari Joseph's ninth over sent back Warner and Riley Russo on back-to-back deliveries and Delhi was 78 for 4 after 10 overs. Debutant keeper Abhishek Porel made 20 of the 10 deliveries he faced. Rashid and Shami finished with 3 wickets each and Delhi posted 162 for 8. Gujarat made a solid, solid start to their chase scoring 14 of the first over but Nokia ended Saha's big hitting stint in the third over on a 7 ball 14. Shubman Gill and Hardik Pandya fell in the 5th and 6th overs as Gujarat were reduced to 54 for 3 after 6 overs. Vijay Shankar and Sai Sudarshan stitched together a 53-run stand before David Miller and Sudarshan got together and simply sailed towards the target. Put together a 56-run fifth-wicket stand as Gujarat won the match with 11 deliveries. To spare, I'm going to start with Delhi uh, uh, Ayaz. I mean, you know, we talked about what uh, concerns they could address, but this, I mean, after two defeats, they they might want to like really get some questions answered. Yeah, they, they look to be a team in disarray. I mean, you know, I know, yes, Rishabh Pant isn't there and therefore they're missing a big match winner and the captain. But having said that, at some stage you have to settle down very quickly. There's still a tournament to be played and the two matches that they've played, they've been so below par in batting and bowling. The top order has just failed to click. I mean, Warner has been making some runs, but it's not the Warner of old, as you know him. There's no fluency in his run making. Prithvi Shaw has just not got a start. Uh, and neither has Mitch Marsh. Now that's three big guns who aren't firing for uh, for Delhi, and that's a you know that's three too many in my opinion, especially when you don't have Rishabh Pant. So you you know Akshar Patel has been the form of his life with the bat, so he's been contributing, but it's not enough to just have one guy making those 20s, 30s. You know you need you need a Warner to have taken it taken his score to 80, 85, and then you get a reasonable total. As we've seen, the trend in this tournament so far has been, uh, you know, most matches, most teams, or at least teams batting first are getting something like 180, 185, 190, sometimes even 200. So it seems to me that the par score, par score is about 185, 180, 180 plus. 
And if you're going to be finishing with 162, 158, and you know that that's going to be very, you're setting very modest targets to the to the team batting second. So and Delhi have suffered in both matches uh, similarly. I'm just going to talk about Sarfaraz Khan. He's 25 already. Um, he's had a career of highs and lows, some disciplinary issues in the past as well. But he's got cri- at least his cricket back on track. 240. Uh, 2,441 runs in the last three Ranji seasons does also tend to take to social media often when he's not very happy with selection decisions. But we've spoken about, actually you've spoken about, you know, how it's an important season for some of the, you know, Indian domestic batters. And I mean, Sarfaraz, this is just primed for Sarfaraz to like step up and just like, you know, show what he's capable of even in like the shortest form of the game. Yes, absolutely. Where will he get a better opportunity than this? The whole world's attention is focused on this tournament. And if you start making runs, and especially, look, one of the hallmarks of Sarfraz batting in domestic cricket has been, he's always a man who delivers in a crisis. And that's what he, you know, there are two matches that he's played and in both matches, Delhi were in a crisis and he's not been able to do that. Yes, he's got some runs in this match, but not enough. Now, I'll tell you what, it's, you know, everybody's eyes based on this T20 league are based on what's going to happen in the World Cup team selection. But I personally feel that even for the World Test Championship, there are a couple of spots open in the, you know, in the Indian batting lineup uh, because Shreya Sayyar is injured, you know, Kiel Rahul is in the best of form. So there is not too many. There's an opportunity maybe for one player. And if Sarfraz was a big scorer needs to get there, he needs to make runs here. Maybe there's no more red ball cricket left before the before the World Test Championship. But there's competition. There's Yashasvi Jaiswal and so on. There's some you know lots of youngsters making runs. And even going looking ahead to the World Cup, look at the guys making runs. You know, young guys from India. The Ruturaj Gaikwad is in blazing form. So. So, if he wants to get an India cap, you know, go for high honours, these are opportunities he can't let go, Sarfaraz. That's true. Actually, uh, Sarfaraz played the first game for Delhi as their wicketkeeper as well, since they do know Rishabh Pant is out of the season. Today, they actually chose to um, have Abhishek Parel make his debut and also keep, um, scored 20 of the 11 balls he faced, but he looked like a bright spot in the team. Like, you know, he looked like, you know, he could make some difference in the next few matches. Yes, and I think it was, I mean, in the first match, they punted on Sarfraz to keep wickets uh, in trying to squeeze in an extra batsman or a bowler. Uh, but Abhishek Porel showed that he can bat also. I mean, you know, it's a small cameo knock that he's played, but at least he didn't he didn't show, you know, nerves. And he kept wicket well. He's a specialist wicket keeper, so obviously that's an advantage. Uh, he's not a Rishabh Pant, you know. I mean, there's not too many Rishabh Pants around. I think there's only one and he's injured. So... Uh, you know, you have to, I think, uh, I mean, as a selection strategy, instead of trying to get guys who are not regular wicket keepers to keep wickets, may not be the, the smartest thing to do at this point in time. So, Porel coming in was a good move, and I think we'll see more of him as this tournament, you know, trundles along. Okay, this was not so much about this game, but it's just uh, something I wanted to ask you. Keen Williamson, like we know uh, from Sunday, has been ruled out of the tournament. Uh, uh, Gujarat have already named a replacement, she, uh, Sri Lankan Dasun Shanaka. Now, the thing is, this is what I wanted to ask you about actually. So, Kane Williamson's uh, salary from the auction was uh, 2 crore. He was on duty for Gujarat when he injured himself. So, when he when he's now gone back and doesn't play any of the rest of the season, does he still get the 2 crore that was part of his contract? And do the teams then get the money from the insurance that we know that they, you know, they have 
I know they've insured contracts and all because here they end up paying two crore to Kane Williamson and then another fifty lakh to Dasun who comes to them at his base price. Well, I think look, it's a, it's a yeah. I mean, it's it's a problem of the you know problem of the uh, situation as it as it has emerged because Kane Williamson was a star by he was a big 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 name player. And they paid a, you know, not a very hefty price, but they paid a good price for him. Unfortunately, in the first match itself, without having held bat, he got out by fielding. Uh, he got injured by fielding, and now he's ruled out of the tournament. You know, so I don't see how they can not pay him because he's, in a sense, kind of uh, got injured in the line of duty. And uh, it, it's it's unfortunate it's happened in the first match, but it could have happened in the seventh or eighth match. And then you know this question perhaps wouldn't have arisen. But you know, there is a distinction that I must make here. So you can sign a player, and that player gets injured before coming here, doesn't come, doesn't come at all. He doesn't get any money. Gets injured, but maybe coming a little later, then the terms, you know, the terms of endearment could be revised. For example, if Ken Williamson. Was nursing an injury and going to join the tournament only after the second or third match. Then there would have perhaps been a renegotiation between him and the and the franchise, saying, "Hey, you know, I mean, you could you you're you're vulnerable. You could you could get injured again. So maybe we need to get into a pro rata system with you, where the number of matches you play, then we pay you accordingly." But yes, I think where the franchise is covered, uh, concerned, they would have certainly insured all their players against such an eventuality, and I suspect that this will go to the insurers. Uh, you know, the claim will go to the insurers. They won't be out of pocket in that sense. Okay, well, just one last question before I let you go. Rajasthan taking on Punjab in uh, Wednesday's fixture. Rajasthan have a second home ground as such, Guwahati. I think this will be one of the first times they're actually going to Guwahati for a game. Um, you know. Uh, And they've looked so dominant in their opener. You see that one going their way as well. I think so. I mean, look, it's a in a sense, it's a neutral ground for both. Though it's a home ground for for Rajasthan, but they're not playing at Jaipur, and Punjab is playing in Guwahati. So both teams playing in a in a in a sense a, a ground which they are not familiar with. So that might level things out a bit. But where form is concerned, I think Rajasthan look many many miles ahead on currently. You know, especially their batting, Butler, Samson, Jaiswal, the bowling. With Trent Bolt and Ashwin and you know Yuzvendra Chahal, and I mean it just looks too strong the team for which is a Punjab is a floundering side even now. They've got some bright spots. Arshdeep is a bright spot certainly, uh, but if Rabada and Liam Livingston and some of these guys start you know showing their heft, their cricketing heft, we might have a good game on that. Okay, let's see what happens in that game. We'll of course be back with Ayaz on Wednesday night with the result of that match. Thank you so much, Ayaz, for taking time out to speak to us. Thank you, Mandra. Always a pleasure. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Mandra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu. Anjali Palod and Kriti Ghai, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.